I guess what I tell myself all the time is that I'd rather be doing this than that and understanding that where I am is already successful and what I have now is what I wanted before. Welcome to the Freedom Lifestyle podcast series, a series that is so much more than just a podcast series. This is a movement towards freedom in life and in work, and about taking a lifestyle you know you deserve. I'm your host, Sam, and I have always admired working where you want, when you want, and how you want. Just like my guests, I found my version of the freedom lifestyle, and I'm sharing all the secrets for how you can too. The freedom lifestyle looks different for everyone. What's your free? You're listening to episode seven of the Freedom Lifestyle podcast series. We are back. So good to be back after that little hiatus and break I gave myself. I've always been someone who likes to work really hard and then play really hard and then work really hard. And yeah, I'm so grateful that now that I'm doing this whole freelance as a career and, you know, my version of the Freedom Lifestyle, I can do that. I feel like I didn't have that before. It was always like, oh, good job. Now get back in there and keep going. So yeah, it's been so nice to just have the last month or so to take a pause and celebrate the wins. Five episodes, we did the live podcast taping and recognize that. And then also reflect on like, okay, what are we going to do next? So I feel like because I took that time, this season is going to be even better, and I have all kinds of ideas. I did some traveling during this break, went to Guatemala, first time in Central America, and I I gotta say, I came back having more of an appreciation for Canada and everything that we have here. We're so lucky to live in Canada for those listeners who are also from here. I climbed my first volcano. If you ever have a chance to climb a volcano, I mean, do it. It was the most physically challenging thing I've ever done, but also the most breathtaking. It was, yeah, very character building Um, in the middle of the night with like a headlamp and freezing cold and like hats and mitts kind of pushing through. Lots of time to reflect, lots of time to think about what am I doing? Where am I going? And I think it's so great to make time for that. And it's hard to do when you're kind of in your routine and there's so many opportunities presented to myself in Toronto. Like I could go to a different event every single night if I wanted to. We are so blessed to have so much awesomeness going on in Toronto and so many ways to connect and learn and to grow. And so because nature of that and being someone who likes to say yes, I do it. And it was really nice to, um, yeah, not have to, not have the option to even do things like that for a while. I've also been doing my freelance work. So I feel like I'm an even more experienced freelancer now. I've had several gigs. I'm on retainer with a few different companies. So I'm learning about all different ways you can get paid and how you can structure freelance deals and what I like and what I don't like. So definitely learning more and more about Sam, which, you know, as I'm wrapping up my 20s, I think that it's a blessing to have that time to do it. 
So that's kind of my spiel on where I've been. Thank you for still listening, even though I went MIA for a little bit. It's You can so easily get in your head of like, oh, I have to keep going. Like if you look at the... Um, everything you read online about SEO with podcastings, you need to be predictable and have one every single week. And what am I going to do? I'm going to lose my followers and uh, kind of just put that to side and said, I'm just going to do what feels right. So thank you for still listening. Today we have the first episode of season two. You are going to meet Rachel Kelly. She is the founder of Make Lemonade, which if you aren't familiar, it is a co-working space for women here in downtown Toronto. Go look it up on Instagram. It is so beautifully designed. Everything in there is Instagram worthy. And I'm so excited to announce that all of season two will be taped at Make Lemonade. We've partnered with Rachel and her team there. And yeah, such a blessing to have that opportunity. So Rachel's going to come on the show today and she's going to tell all about her journey to freedom lifestyle. It's one that really is all about resilience and courage and self-discovery. It all started when Rachel was handed a figurative lemon in life and she decided to just go for it. Rachel, so excited to have you on the podcast today. This is so exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. And congratulations on everything you've done with Make Lemonade. I love being in this space. I feel like I just come in here and I'm instantly happy and excited and optimistic. You've killed it with the design. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sam. So what were you doing prior to launching this awesome co-working space for women here downtown in Toronto, this beautiful space? What was life before Mm -hmm. for Rachel? I think before I really, truly was living that freedom lifestyle. Um, I had a part-time job at Leftfield Brewery, which I loved, and then I was also a uh, contract working for a agency writing social media content for a couple of their clients. Um, and so for a good, a solid two and a half years before Make Lemonade, I had been always like working remote jobs. So when that when I first landed that gig, it just like opened my eyes to realize I didn't need to work a nine to five office gig. My very first job was a nine to five. I think it was good experience. It really kind of helped like ground me and and root me on, on the path where I am now. Um, yeah, but I was I was always like working remotely, working from home. Like I, I literally built my own desk at home when I was frustrated from working from coffee shops and when I didn't want to work from home I would work from coffee shops and explore the city and um, the great thing about a lot of contracts I had was really like here's the project here's the deadline Um, we don't care when you do it just make sure that it gets done these are the important dates so that was really nice to be able to live by Um, but then then the lemon happened building a space like this I can just imagine like how much work went into like designing and contractors and it was obviously not smooth sailing the the one of the hardest parts was um it was in October of 2016 was when I decided okay this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna make this happen so I reached out for a real estate agent in October of 2016 um but it wasn't until March that we found the space so that was a long time of telling yourself you're gonna do this only telling a few people in your circle because I'm sure everyone's done this where you hold an idea really tight because you don't want anyone to be like oh how's that thing going and then you're like oh I don't know like never mind because it didn't pan out so that was one of the setbacks like that was really hard of just like trying to keep myself motivated um that was one of them and then with contractors and construction there were so many so many setbacks actually 
before contractors, I had actually put an offer on a different space, completely different location, was ready to go. And then once I met the landlords, I ended up pulling out of the offer. And that was like part of the journey where I was like, this is never going to happen. It's never going to open. Um, and then like a month later, I found this space. and But then it took about a month of lease negotiations. So that felt like you're just, I was just like, what? Like, this is crazy. This all just feels so long. And I've never had to like push so much for anything to happen um now like learning and talking to other people I learned that two months of renovation for uh, 3,000 square feet is kind of like insane but now that just is like well it can be done so I don't know why it all has to take so long definitely and yeah. maybe you'll be opening another one one day and oh, you'll... yeah we, there are many ideas we'll see where, the, where everything goes so do you want to tell us a little bit about that lemon that you received and like mm-hmm. how you came to this? Yes. So the lemon was I was working for an agency. I was um, a contract worker for them for just just under a year. But the promise was always to have like a full time gig with them with a salary position. Life was like going to be like fantastic if they really were like, you know, selling me this like real. All your great problems idea. will be solved. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, this is like fantastic life's over I told people at the brewery I'm like yeah I'm only gonna be here one more month and then I'm like gonna be rolling in cash I didn't actually say that <laughs> but that's how I felt um and I ended up like turning down other contracts and other opportunities because I was like I need to set up for this um this new opportunity sign the contract ready to go and then the day before I was supposed to start working for them I was like hey should I come to the office should I do this and they said we're gonna meet for coffee instead and you know like there's that red flag in the back of your mind uh well exactly but you kind of like silence that stuff because you're like no everything's fine um then we met for coffee and then i learned that they decided to change the position long story short the opportunity wasn't available anymore um so they said if you want you can still keep working for us you can still keep contract working um when it happened I was just like oh okay no problem like just like timid little me um and (laughs) then yeah I'm like oh okay cool and then it was like I told a friend and then I told someone else and they're like that's really not okay and then I was like yeah 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 and I was like so mad um so I spent about a week being bitter and really was like okay what am I doing um and it wasn't really like let's try and get this job or let's try to like set things right with them it was a bigger question for what I was personally doing and then that's when it caused me to really reassess and and understand that I wanted to create something for myself I'd always known I wanted to uh, create a physical space like over those two and a half years of hopping all over the city I still knew that I was like seeking some sort of like common space some place where I could like find my community and I think it's fantastic that there's so many communities online and there's so many ways for us to connect but I was craving like that physical connection like to an actual physical desk but like talking to a person in real life as well definitely and did you go to other co-working spaces prior to having your own yes so actually the way I met this agency was through a co-working space that I was volunteering at so that was also kind of like part of like the beautiful story as well is that um when I decided I wanted to open my own co-working space I was working out of a co-working space uh, during that time too 
Definitely. And you kind of get ideas of like, oh, what would I do if I had my own? Like, mm-hmm. I just got back from traveling and I went to so many hostels and I'm starting to think of like, oh, if I had my own hostel, like, what would I do? I like this. I didn't like yes, this. So absolutely. is that kind of what happened to oh, you? absolutely. And that was even in my like very first job too. I worked in a, um, like a, a typical nine to five office job, but it was, um, it was for a conference planning company, which really gave me a lot of um, background and experience for what I'm doing now too. But a lot of the time when I was there, I was always imagining how I would redesign it. I was like, I would never paint the walls this color. <laughs> I would do this and I would do that. Um, so I think it's been rooted in me for a long time that that I was ready to open and design my own space. Amazing. Well, you've done such a great job. This is such an Instagrammable space. I'm so excited to get some photos with you mm-hmm. after this. And I'm sure if you're following us on Instagram or in our Facebook group, you'll see lots of that. So in terms of kind of making this decision, like, do you ever question it? Like I talked to a lot of entrepreneurs and they say like the highs are so high, the lows are so low, but the highs don't come that often. So what do you tell yourself on days where it mm-hmm. isn't going so smooth? Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny. I used to like hear that too. Like the highs are so highs, the lows are so lows and I never really got it. And the thing that I've been, um, understanding and, and it's just been clicking a lot more to me once I've been now that I've met so many other entrepreneurs, um, it's just like, you don't know until you know. And once you're in it, you're like, yeah, wow, that really sucks. Or that's really great. Um, there definitely have been some days where I'm like, well, this would have been a lot easier if you just like stuck to what you were doing before. Because the hard thing is, is like you take it home with you all the time. I really have tried really hard to set a bunch of boundaries. Um, not responding after this time and really understanding when personal life is happening and um, having other people a part of my team to help run the show. I guess what I tell myself all the time is that I'd rather be doing this than that. And you, this is something that's been coming up a lot too, is understanding that where I am is already successful. And what I have now is what I wanted before. And instead of always trying to strive to be like, next week will be better, or in a year and a half, like, this is what Make Lemonade's gonna be like, and you'll be traveling around eating grapes, and like, you're just gonna have a bunch of people working, and life's gonna be so great. Um, It's more about just like accepting and understanding and taking joy in what is happening right now that is really helping me get through. Um, And maybe even to go a bit deeper, it's not about getting through, it's just about like enjoying what's right now, what's happening now. Totally. One of my favorite quotes is remember when you remember when you wanted what you currently have. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so true, especially when you're an ambitious woman and you have big goals and you like checking off checklists and you accomplish something and you're like, okay, here's the next thing. Here's the next thing. I think that what you've done so well is just like, let's take a moment to pause and just like look around this amazing space and remember two years ago when like this almost didn't happen. Yeah. So that's kind of part of your practice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. So we're here talking about the freedom lifestyle, which is kind of what I'm coining this movement. And what's great about it is it's completely different for everybody. So some people, it means, you know, they're a new mom and they realize they don't want to go back to work. And so they started a business or they never got to travel when they were kids because maybe that's something that wasn't part of their family culture. So they're now digital nomads and they love that. So 
when I when you hear freedom lifestyle, like what does that mean to you, and how does that resonate with mm-hmm. Rachel? Um, for me, it really I think it kind of hit me a couple of years ago when I was looking for a job and was just kind of really frustrated where I was. I think you can see a common thread is that I've been frustrated for a long time too, <laughs> um, and that's when some aha moments happen. But it. it, it it was this kind of light bulb moment where it was like, what you are doing now does not mean that's what you need to do forever. And allowing myself to understand that I can move, I can get a new job, I can buy a bicycle if I want, I can go for a swim, like just understanding that I am completely in control of my life all the time. And a lot of the time we feel like there's this, um, like we we're bound to these meetings or these schedules that we've created, but we can always say no and we can always change that. And we're human beings. Um, I've definitely found like at the beginning of Make Lemonade, I was like, oh my God, I have to answer this email and I've got to meet these people and I have to do this. And and then also being like, I'm the only person who's doing all of that. Like that's just so much to ask of one person. Um, is just to, like, it, it's like, it's not even granting yourself the permission. It's just like tapping back into like you're living, you've got one life and you don't need to be held by all of these constrictions that we what we create for ourselves sometimes. There's this great thing my mom said to me. Uh, she learned in um, a yoga class as one of her teachers um, said this and it was uh, don't complain and don't explain. And the expl- don't explain part just really resonated with me because it was... Um, it was a simple, something as simple as saying, uh, you know, people are asking you, can you go out on Friday night? And maybe you don't really want to, or maybe you have already have other commitments. But instead of like crafting this email or a response, being like, I would really love to go, but I can't because of this and da 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 da. You can just say, no, sorry, I can't go. Got other commitments. Like you don't need to explain to anybody. We don't owe all these explanations. Definitely. And that's the thing about social accountability. Like sometimes it can be so great. Mm -hmm. Like when I tell people I'm going to do something, then it's good because I feel motivated to actually see it through. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes you kind of feel like you're stuck and you feel like what you'd be doing for that last little bit to find you. And I really felt that way when my fashion business was ending of like, who am I now? Like I was this for so long. Like, am I still a girl boss? Am I still all of these things? And it can be so stressful when you kind of live in that world of, people see you as this one thing and you can never change. And so I guess what advice would you give to somebody that is kind of stuck in that right now and what they're doing is ending and they want to reinvent themselves? Any like quick tips of how they can do that? Something that I really practice a lot of, like when I moved back to the city or moved back, I've always lived here, but I would travel a lot, um, was I'm going to try and go to all these different events and these different activities. And I really challenged myself. So I would go on my own. Like there's this running and beer club in Toronto. So I'm like, I'm going to do that. That'd be a cool way to meet new people and I hate running uh, but I love beer so maybe this is like a nice way to marry that like there are so many things happening in wherever whichever community that you're a part of um so really just like explore that too and not be daunted by so many communities sometimes it can be really overwhelming to go on Facebook and be like there's how many Facebook groups how many clubs how many this how many that so you know you can be exploring and seeing what's happening online and where these meetups are or you can simply be like um, instead of like making the same old breakfast every single day, I'm going to make it, you know, a thing maybe once a week, I'm going to try a new cafe or something. So just like really explore and be curious. That's my, my quick tips. 
Got it. Yeah, the transition period from something that you were to something new, it's so scary and so daunting. But if you can find the fun of it, like I'm giving myself this amount of time to decide what I want to do next. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be too hard on myself. I'm going to try a bunch of things. I'm going to be open-minded. I'm going to reflect. And I'm just going to be confident that something great is going to come out of it. And if you can try to have fun in that, it's less scary of like, oh my God, my identity is changing. I have no idea what it is. I know. I know. But that's like there's such a beauty that your identity is changing because – there's got to be something more exciting out there. So many possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So final couple questions. I love to ask all of my guests this, but do you consider yourself unemployable now? (laughs) Do you think you could ever go work for someone in a nine to five, a more traditional setting, or is you the entrepreneur now for life? Um, I think the entrepreneur is, is me for life. Um, I have thought about that of being like, am I unemployable? (laughs) I think like I could definitely get another job. And actually I remember thinking, you know, you would hear sometimes people being like, they're overqualified. I'm like, how the hell did they get there? Like, that's impossible. Like, how can you be overqualified for something? And now I really get it because I think you just, you gain perspective. You have other experiences and you know, those like little nagging things in your head being like, well, if I ran the show, I would do it this way. And now that I've given myself like that permission um, to be running the running the show, I don't think I would like particularly enjoy working for other people. That being said, I think it would be fun to like volunteer and be a part of other things where I'm just like lending a helping hand. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think um, I don't think I want to work for anybody else anytime soon. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I hope you don't ever have to. (laughs) So what's next for you? Where do you want to take Make Lemonade? Where do you want to take your freedom lifestyle? Mm -hmm. Let us know what we can expect from you. And of course, we'll include all the ways you can follow Rachel and Make Lemonade and stay in touch with all the awesomeness here. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've got a couple of ideas about where Make Lemonade is going to go, but... I don't want to share them just yet because some of them are, are top secret and some of them are, you know, that, that scary thing of being like, oh my God, I'm going to make this announcement and now it's not going to happen. Um, so there, there's been a lot of ideas percolating. So I would say right now, just the one exciting thing is that we're going to be launching a mentorship program where we'll be um, offering 10 women um, free membership here for six months and then we'll key them up with mentors too. So that's something exciting that will be happening here at Make Lemonade. Um, for me, like my goals for my freedom lifestyle is to be able to get financially stable um, because even though it's like, yeah, you create your own business, you're an entrepreneur, you run your own show, like I am still eating cereal. So Mm -hmm. getting financially stable so I can take myself on a trip to Paris. Okay. Mm -hmm. And maybe not have any more cereal. Exactly. Awesome. I love that. And for that mentoring program, that sounds really cool. Are there applications going to be opening for that or how can people find out? Um, So that will be announced like on our social media, on our Facebook page, email newsletter and everything. Just stay tuned. We're still fine tuning the dates and the details. Awesome. Well, this was so fun. We're going to go take some photos now, maybe do a little Facebook live to help promote Mm -hmm. this episode. Thanks so much for spending time with me, Rachel. Yeah, it was fun. Awesome. That's it for episode seven. We will be here next week to continue season two. We'll have Diana Ross on the show. She is the founder and CEO of Greater Marketing, a full service digital marketing agency in Toronto. And similarly to me, Diana loves to work. She's down to work long hours, but she doesn't like to be told, you know, what those hours are and how she has to do them, where she has to be to perform them. So we're going to hear about her story to owning that and creating a career for herself. 
please also join our Facebook group. We are a modest group of about 150 and we're growing. So come join us. It's a great place to share the work you're doing or just get some inspiration from others. Hope to see you there.